Hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the Bamboo Talking Tech Podcast. I am your host Ellen Smith from the marketing department here at Bamboo and this is us talking tech, sharing our experiences and chatting to an array of industries and experts to talk all things tech and technology. So today's episode is a very short bonus episode in which uh, we have some tips for you before you break up over the festive period on things that you should consider before you log off and some things to think about in the new year. But before we take a listen to those tips, we have some news. Uh, I will no longer be hosting the Bamboo Talking Tech podcast. Um, I am hanging up with my headphones, as it were, uh, as I move on to something new. So I won't keep anyone too long, as I know you're not here to listen to me uh, by any means. But I just wanted to say that I have absolutely loved hosting this podcast. And I have really enjoyed the opportunity to talk to and engage with uh, just so many different people. Tech is such a broad subject. And hosting this podcast has really allowed me to speak to some people that are, you know, I never would have had the opportunity to otherwise so yeah it's been really great fun so thank you to anyone who's been a guest and thank you to anyone who has listened to one a few or all of our episodes over the last two years but that's enough from me back to today's episode and we have two Bens today as I caught up with head of connectivity Ben Rossiter apprentice cybersecurity analyst Ben Arnold and also new business executive Rob Rowland to see what their top tips were for the festive period So first up is Ben Roster. Take it away, Ben. Uh, so with our Christmas housekeeping, um, I suppose things like ensuring your voicemails are on, um, setting the expectations with the customer so that your customers and your suppliers actually know when are you open, when are you closed, when do you do your awesome customer service back to them. The other things, are, uh, be vigilant. Uh, this is an ideal time for people to... Uh, to ask you random questions. Uh, people are tired. They want to enjoy the festive period. Uh, this is an ideal time for bad people to do bad things. So just be vigilant. Other than that, I think lots of people will be taking their own time to reflect on 2022 and then focus on 2023. As we move into 2023, we need to ensure that there's a plan for the switch off. This is now getting real. Uh, Lots of the uh, exchanges will be on stop sell. So as and when you want to grow, as and when you want to make changes, they won't be available anymore. So we need to make sure that there's a plan for the switch off and you rolling into full-blown voice over IP and encompassed unified communications. Just to clarify, the switch off is the government rolling out um, a full directive that everybody has to move to voice over IP, which means removing copper infrastructure from the ground, the green boxes and the telephone exchanges where you pick up your telephone numbers. All of that will now be cloud-based. So any of your legacy technology for telephone lines, ISDN lines, analog lines, fax lines, lift lines, alarm lines, those types of services need to have a different type of technology in order for them to work correctly. So that's the planning that you need to go through to make sure all of those services are covered and your business is ready for that. With the current and predicted uh, economic times, there will be a huge focus in 2023 to really look at what value people are adding uh, and where possible try and fix the prices. Lots of uh, companies will be advertising cost savings. And if you look at just outright cost savings, it's really difficult to put a return on investment because all you're doing is stripping out cost. You need to look at efficiencies in a business so that we can maximize whatever that return on investment is. 
one thing that COVID has highlighted is is there are often other ways to do things and still be brilliant at doing it. So maybe explore other options. Technology is often the easy part. It's about the internal processes and the personnel uh, and maybe starting from the end result of what do we want to achieve and then working backwards so that your processes and technology are able to maximize on efficiencies whilst also delivering an outstanding service back to your customers and suppliers. Next up, we have Ben Arnold. Cool. So um, Christmas themes, as we know, Christmas is coming up um, and it's everyone's going to be on holiday and stuff. And unfortunately, some people don't take holidays, especially scammers and hackers and stuff. They'll be looking to give themselves their own little Christmas present for the holidays. Um, so we just want to give you guys a few tips to help protect yourself. Scammers specifically and people trying to do phishing attacks and stuff like that are notoriously well known for using current events. So with Christmas being the main event of December, they they will be doing Christmas themed scams. Um, and we just want to give you some tips about that. Um, if if you receive a Christmas email with like a really good deal, like the PS5s are at a discounted price. First of all, they all sold out already. I checked because I want one, but um. I'll just say if if it seems too good to be true, it, it probably is. That is a very common tactic by them to get this deal now. Um, they also give you a sense of urgency. They they'll ask things like buy it now or you have one day to to get on this deal. And then your your basic tips that you should always look out for for a scammer is check check who the sender is. Obviously, if they're saying they're from Microsoft and they're selling this wonderful PC at a at a low price. You generally the sender won't be from Microsoft. More times than not, it's actually just a normal Gmail account. So always just check the sender and make sure they are who they say they are. And also they they'll use emotion to try and get you to click on it. So like they'll use a, a threatening well not so much on Christmas, but for an example, they'll use threatening language or you must do this now. Um, or even they might be trying to piggyback on you donating to a charity or something during Christmas. So always make sure, especially if you signed up with the charity or you want to donate or you signed up with the service, when you receive an email, always go directly to their official website and check if the email pertains to anything that they're advertising on the ad website. I think that's that's quite important. And then the next thing is most people will be off during the Christmas break um, and your computers will still be running in the office and work will still be carrying on depending on what you do so don't wait to update your software and don't update it when you come back from the christmas break i think try and keep your update your software as soon as you can always keep it up to date because hackers will also know that your software people leave their systems running there's it's skeleton staff during christmas normally um so just keep your systems up to date um make sure that you have auto and updates enabled if you can or if you have an IT team check if your auto updates make sure that your software is updated especially over the Christmas period and then our last tip which is a more physical tip is is when shopping online or even shopping at your local store or something the safest way to do that is by using a digital wallet so on your phone you get the you can put your card onto your phone and stuff and we highly recommend that just as physical security too as well a phone is a lot harder to hack into than a physical card 
and using digital wallets such as like PayPal online and stuff like that is also a lot more secure than just giving your direct bank details. So we recommend that as well. Because so, if you do fall for, let's say, a phishing attack or something like that, and if you're using a digital wallet, it's a lot easier to remediate and it, it's just it's it's harder to hack into. The security is generally better. And using a service like PayPal and stuff, you don't give out your direct bank card, bank account details or or information, which is quite important. You don't want your information to be released, especially banking details and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I think that's that's it. Next up, Rob. Yeah, hello everybody. Hello listeners and uh, thank you, Ellen, for um, inviting me over. Um, this, this section is more about the new year and 2023 and getting prepared for 2023. So I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about Microsoft's support life cycle and how it affects Windows Servers 2012 and 2012R2. So life cycle, the first stage of Microsoft support life cycle is their mainstream support. So what is mainstream support? Well, mainstream support, that it covers all the product updates and um, it covers the feature updates, all new functionalities, hot fixes, and also the security. And it does this for uh, five years. Um, quite simply, the mainstream support is the greatest support that they provide and it gives you uh, with the greatest compatibility and functionality. I and mean, you're probably thinking, well, how does that affect Windows Server 2012 and 2012R2? Well, for those that are using these servers, it means that your mainstream support, now that ended way back in October 2018. And that's when the Stage 2 support began, and that's called extended support. And I should also point out, um, uh, for those listeners that have also, uh, say, a Windows um, 2016 server, um, your mainstream support ended at the beginning of this year in January 22. So you too have also entered the extended support stage. So stage two, the life cycle uh, is called extended support, as I've said. And what, what that means is that while you're in the extended support cycle, you'll still receive your security updates and the hot fixes so if anything does go wrong with the operating system microsoft will still um, provide a hot fix and and also if there's any security issues uh, microsoft will still provide the uh, security updates so this cover coincidentally also lasts five years which means that organizations with the windows server 2012 and 2012r2 in particular um, your support extended support uh, will be reached on October the 10th next year. Uh, and in fact, this becomes even more critical for those who have Exchange 2013, as that extended support will end even sooner on the 11th of April 2023. Uh, you might think, well, what does this mean? What are the consequences? Well, in essence, um, it's quite simple. You no longer be... Um, receiving any kind of critical security updates and no, no more patches. It means that you, the data that's secured on your server is, is at a much higher risk and it's, the, uh, significant, it's at significant exposure to threats from hackers and cyber attacks. And this makes security and um, 
compliance a, a very serious concern. So obviously you need to do something and you're probably wondering, well, what is it that we should be doing? Some circumstances um, where it's possible for organizations to be able to purchase an extended security update uh, for a further three years. Um, but these, um, it doesn't apply to many. However, uh, having said that, it's recommended that customers should really migrate to applications workloads to Azure. Uh, this is where it can be fully managed and constantly updated so it can run securely. Also, um, as a good point, customers can also lift and shift to Azure, Azure virtual machines. And uh, with by doing this, they can obtain three years, additional years of extended security updates without any cost. So that's a far better solution. Um, and then, um, I suppose for those that customers that need an on-premise solution, they should really be upgrading to a Windows Server 2022. I say this in preference to the 2019 because um, the 2022 server has only just entered its mainstream support cycle, whereas Server 2019 is almost finished its and it's nearing the extended support cycle stage. But um, whatever the situation, I would strongly recommend a proactive approach. And if you haven't already started to prepare, then I urge um, that you seek best practice advice. And with that, that is the end of today's episode. Some things to think about there just before you log off for the year. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And I'm sure the new host will welcome you back to the podcast with a new episode in the new year. As always, though, if there is anything you'd like to know more about or any questions you have about the podcast episode itself, you are more than welcome to send us an email at hello at bamboo.tech and we'll be sure to get back to you. Otherwise, you can check out the rest of our episodes where we debunk topics such as digital transformation and digital assurance. And we also speak to other sectors about the role that tech plays within their businesses. Why not also check out our recent five-episode mini-series in collaboration with SignLamp, where we spoke to four different startups all about their experience on both a personal and business level. That's it for now, though, and we will catch you in our next episode. <laughs>